0: You've got a vision, you've got an idea, you've worked hard, but nothing's moving forward. You've come to the right place. Welcome to Vision Possible, the show that helps you to believe, conceive, and achieve. Your hosts, Butch and Julianne Hartman, Hollywood producers, authors, and parents with over 30 years of entertainment experience, want to help guide you through the practical steps it takes to get your idea off the ground. Your vision, should you choose to pursue it, is possible. Get ready to be empowered. In three, two, one. Hello, this is Juliana Butch Hartman, and we are here and bringing a vision to you. This is Vision Possible, and we are so excited that we get a chance every Saturday to come to you and speak to you in your cars, in your. In your phones, in right. your iPads.
1: Maybe your bathroom. That's in your weird. bathroom. Maybe that's a weird one. Yeah,
0: wherever you are. Yeah, and uh, But we are so glad that we get to be there with you. We feel like we know you. <laughs> not the bathroom one.
1: Not, yeah, uh, not well, that Well, we're one. glad we're there with you, but, you know, we just don't show us any pictures. That's fine. You
0: know what I love, too, is that, you know... There's people that are in crisis situations, maybe sitting in a hospital watching somebody yeah. very ill on a hospital bed, but yeah. they've got this in their ears. And yeah. that's why I love doing this because, you know, you never know where people are, you yeah. know. And so
1: we do hope that we are giving you guys, um, everyone out there, some some uh, hope. And we want to uplift yeah. you guys and let you know that your visions can be possible no matter what the vision is. We're not just talking about work visions or no. career related visions. We have we, we want to tell you guys that you can have a vision of healing that can come that can yeah, come. That vision for your life vision for your life i mean it depends on what you want to do but um that, you know, the Bible says, "Be a doer of the word, not just a hearer only." God wants us to be doers. You know, Jesus was a seeker and saver of the law. He wanted. He's. He was a seeker. You know, I go out and seek and save the lost. He told his disciples, he didn't say, "Go out there and build a drive-in so people can come in and visit you." Right. He said, "No, I want you to go out there and seek and save the lost. Get off your, you get off your behind and get out there and, and took and, us. So, yeah, he want that uh, took us is a Yiddish word, uh, by the way, uh, from the Hebrew Yiddish word. Anyway, uh, but uh, going out there and seeking and. Uh, Jesus our, our Lord was a goer and he was a doer and I we need we need you guys to know that we need to be that way as well. What are you we know, talking about? Oh go ahead, you were saying- Well
0: no, I wanted to say one thing is that um, and this kind of falls in line with the title today. It's excuses Dun 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 dun. And um one thing is that, you know, when we first became Christians and we first started going to church we really didn't know a lot. So we were just banking it on. Well, we knew about- I hope this pastor like what he's saying is true. Do you know what I mean? Because we didn't really know if it was or if it wasn't true.
1: My church experience growing up, uh I was raised uh in a in a, a home with no church really at all. Right. Really no God in the home uh taught in the home, I should say. And so uh, every time I'd go into a church, quote unquote, I would be uh uh very intimidated um because most of the churches in my neighborhood were like lutheran or catholic or methodist or whatever not talking down about any of those but there were lots of robes and lots of incense and there was lots of giant ceilings with some stained glass windows and things and you're going what does all this mean what is all this what 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 is all
0: this i'm were they speaking english yeah, most of them. I, Cause, I never. Because the Catholic Church is that my mom, because we, my mom was Italian, and you know that's what we did on Christmas and Easter and stuff. And they would speak Latin. I didn't even know what they were saying half the time. Yeah, which, that which, was kind of scary. Now, what's interesting
1: about that? Like, think about that when they speak in Latin. Very few people on the earth know Latin anymore. It's really considered a dead language. Yes, there are Latin scholars out there. I understand that. But how is, how is teaching Latin to your congregation going to help anybody? Because it doesn't, no one can understand it. Yeah. You know, church is supposed to be about learning about Jesus and about God. And then we take that learning out into the world. And teach the world. And uh, when you're not teaching them anything, it's tricky. I'm not again not knocking anybody. i might say they don't teach anything because, of course, they do. But you
0: have to have an understanding. You know, yeah, to I mean, be I, able understanding to, the language to do help. something yeah. with it.
1: We sat through a couple Spanish services once uh, where we didn't know the language. At I all.
0: know. I was so frustrated because I couldn't it understand. I knew, yeah. you know, Dios, but and I knew Jesus, and that's yeah. all I knew. It was, it was funny because
1: it was just funny because you're sitting there listening to a Spanish preacher and. We don't understand it at all yet. The, then the entire audience laughs. I know. Like, what did he say? What did, like, you what did he just say? say? What they say? Yeah. It's, so it's very interesting. So knowing the language and knowing what they're teaching is huge. And
0: well, and that's why I was I brought it up because there's really no excuse for not having an understanding of whether your pastor, your priest, your person that is speaking into your life is speaking truth or not, right. because you have a Bible, yeah, and you also have a relationship with your Savior. So there's no excuse for us saying, well, I didn't know, because the Holy Spirit will be the one that will teach you, because he says he is the teacher, right? But you have to allow him to teach you. And a lot of times we may not even understand that voice or know that voice, and we're thinking it's something else. Or, you know, a lot of times when we first started, when we first became Christians, it was... Wait, who said that? Like I would hear audible voices and I'd be like, who said that? Did I say that? Did was that God? You know, like I didn't know who was what I was hearing. And then, after having more time with the Lord getting in a relationship, I was like, "Oh, this is God speaking to me now he doesn 't speak in an audible voice every time, but there were a few times in the very beginning where it was loud, and right. it was like i had, he had to get my attention big time i've never i like 've
1: never heard an audible voice from God, although a lot of people wonder and they get frustrated. I never hear from God. I need to hear that completely clear loudspeaker, you know, high school in the hallway voice on the loudspeaker. But I. But the Bible says that we have a still small voice in our heart. And that's the Holy Spirit. And that's where Jesus – God speaks to you through your heart. So I'll just say it like this. We know what's right and wrong. You know what's right and wrong inherently. Right. There's that little voice that speaks to you. There's that little voice – I thought that was my conscience. Well –
0: If you're in Christ, it's not your conscience.
1: It's the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit. And And it's speaking to you and telling you, hey, do this, don't do that. And by the way... Every time, at least for me, every time I've made a mistake or done something wrong and, I, and the consequences show up, I knew I wasn't supposed to do that. Right. I knew. So. I, I look back in those situations going, I knew I shouldn't do it. But my excuse was, well, everybody else was doing it. Right. Or I was late. I had to run the red light. Or I had to do this, I had to do that. So I knew those things were wrong. So I have no one to blame but myself in most instances in my life when, when a big problem has come up.
0: So check this out. So the very first excuse... I'm checking it out. Listen to this. The very first excuse that was spoken was in the very beginning.
1: Yeah, I know what you're going to say.
0: Genesis 3.11-13. Yep. Yep. And he said, have you eaten from the tree that I commanded... Yeah, Talking to Adam it. and Eve, right? Right. Have you eaten from the tree that I commanded you not to eat from? <laughs> The man said, the woman you put here with me, she gave me some fruit from the tree and I ate it. It was the woman. It wasn't me, God. Right there's a big excuse, right? There. I love that. The I God love, s- I
1: love blaming my wife for things. I love exactly. it. Exactly. Well,
0: you know, why not? So then the Lord, <laughs> the Lord God said to the woman. What is this that you've done? The woman said, Well, the serpent deceived me. So he blames and, the woman. And she I blames ate the serpent it too. Yeah. Right. So it's like everybody's trying to put the blame on somebody else. Uh-huh. Those were big excuses. So, so think of it this way at that time, you know, in the garden, they were two perfect people.
1: They you were know, Adam and Eve were. Well, because God made us, the Bible says we were created in God's image. We right. weren't just made to look like God physically, we were made just like God.
0: But we are too now.
1: No, we are, yes. but, but well, the only difference is our bodies are mortal. Our bodies do leave this earth eventually. Right. But Adam and Eve weren't going to die; I they were know. they were eternal. And um, and the thing about that is because I always thought, why would God? It makes sense because why would God make things that were going to die? He wouldn't want to do that. He would make them no. perfect. Yet when they became mortal, when they ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, they became mortal. Yet they still lived hundred, you know, like nine hundred years after that. They still lived a very very long life. I love, you know, I wanted to point something out too about the serpent. And uh, people got to watch out for this kind of thing. Uh, temptation is huge when it comes to making excuses. You know, I, I'm tempted to sleep in. I, sl- I overslept or I was tempted to drink too much at the party last night or I was tempted to drive a little fast or I was tempted not to go into work today. Those temptations can start piling up. And the way the enemy tempts us is that he doesn't come at us, like I've, I've said before, he hasn't come at us with like a pitchfork and scary horns and smoke and fire. Suit. Yeah, that would scare you. You'd run from him, the way that. The, and by the way, the, the serpent is actually translated in the Hebrew as the fascinator. He comes in and he fascinates you. He he looks. He gives you this fascinating thing to look at that entices you and it draws you in, sucks you in. That's how he gets you. He tempts you. Even when he was tempting Jesus out in the wilderness, Jesus was fasting for forty days out in the wilderness. Right. And the the devil says, "Hey, you're hungry." He goes, "Yes." He goes, Wait, "Why don't you turn these stones into bread?" And what's the first thing Jesus does? It is written he says he turns him right back to the word of god he goes it is written you shall not live on bread alone jesus doesn't go you're right i should i can do this i can make i can make these stones into bread i'll listen to you because if because if the devil had gotten him on that one temptation the other ones would have fallen right in line so that's why every single one of them
0: it just makes me so mad to think about us as humans don't you think we have to do the same thing if jesus himself had to say it is written right so there's no excuse we're not stupid like you you have to know i mean that i think even Non-believers know a lot of those scriptures about when the devil took him up, you know, with the the bread and the I'll throw you off and all that stuff. I mean, I think people do know that because everybody always says it. It is written. So I think that's more known than most scriptures. Yeah. So, but what I'm saying is that we have so many excuses of well, you know, it's and I'm I'm not and listen. I don't want to make everybody turn the radio off right now. Oh no! But I'm. Oh no! Yeah, but I'm saying that you can't use the excuse that it's because of your parents. You know, especially at at my age, I'm 56 years old. I'm going to say that it's because of my mom that I'm still in the place that I'm at, that I've been in the last 50 years, yeah. that I didn't do anything with my life because of my parents, because of my best friend, because of that boyfriend, yeah. because of my ex-husband, because of you know, that boss, or because of that situation. There is no excuse because we have Christ. There is absolutely – ex, what excuse can exalt itself against Jesus? Nothing.
1: There's not one. I know it's uh there's another proverb i want to, a proverb I want to read here um, proverbs twenty two thirteen the lazy person claims there's a lion out there. If I go outside, I might be killed um, Basically saying, well, I can't go outside and do anything. There's too many dangerous things out there. I can't go out. I, I can't go out there. Now, what are the odds if, if you know there's a lion outside? What are the odds you walk outside and the lion's right there and it's going to get you? There's probably ways you can figure. You can probably outsmart the lion and figure your way around the lion. And maybe you could even trap the lion if you were a person that wanted to get out there and do something. If you wanted to make that vision possible, you could definitely, you know, go out and trap that lion. But if you're going to let every excuse get in the way, of leaving your house. Don't let that happen. Don't look at every bad thing that can happen and go, well, you know, I'm just not going to go out today because there's just so many things that could go wrong. I'll just stay home. You know what happens yeah. then? A day goes by and then yeah. another day goes by and then another and another. And before you know it, a whole collection of days is piled up and you've gotten nothing accomplished because you let fear, you let uh, doubt, you let obstacles get in the way. And that is very dangerous.
0: Well, I was the queen of excuses. So I just want to tell everybody that, that I'm not saying this because I'm like, I am better than you, and I've never made an excuse in my life. That is not what I'm saying at all. I'm only able to talk about this in a way that I am because that was me I had every excuse why I was not successful and why you know everybody else was keeping me down and uh, circumstances were keeping me down and that's, that's wrong because it, I, the, it, I have every chance to be successful because I have Christ I have every chance to be successful there is no excuse
1: well the only excuse it, it turns back on us we've got decisions to make and uh, either there's another another story in the Bible in the book of Luke, chapter 14, uh, verse 15 through 20. Hearing this, a man sitting at the table with Jesus exclaimed, What a blessing it will be to attend a banquet in the kingdom of God. And Jesus replied with this story. A man prepared a great feast and sent out many invitations. When the banquet was ready, he sent his servant to tell the guests, Come, the banquet is ready. But they all began making excuses. One said, I've just bought a field and I must inspect it. Please excuse me. Another said, I've just bought five pairs of oxen. I want to try them out. Please excuse me. Another said, I now have a wife, so I can't come. Basically, what what this story is saying is Jesus has prepared a great feast for us in heaven. He's prepared a great banquet of blessings for us here in this life. All we have to do is join him at the banquet. We have to sit there with him at the banquet. But a lot of people say, well... That Jesus stuff, I I don't need that right now. I'll just go over here and do what I normally... I I got this new car. I got this new situation going on over here. I'll I'll, I'll put the Jesus thing off for now. And in doing that, you know, uh, a lot of things might come up that you're not prepared for. A lot of things might come up you don't have the answers for. Um, But a life in Christ... We know that there is an answer. Like he'll always give us an answer. We pray for an answer. We ask for an answer. We listen to him. He
0: always a way of, it, of, of, of escape. A, of escape he makes right? a way of escape.
1: And by yeah. the way, he does do that. He, if you really look at it, if you look at your life and, and if you've given your life to Christ, I can point to 30 or 40 things just off the top of my head that he's bailed me out of simply because I took the time to listen and took the time to uh to to um pay attention to. Right. Like I just told you one today about uh changing the windshield wipers on your mom's car. Right. I was like, I got to go change these windshield wipers. I don't know how to do this on this car. And I just heard it in my space, I said, Lord, can you show me how to do this? Because it says, all things are possible. Right. <laughs> with God, all things are possible. So I and go, well, all things are possible. Visions are possible. I have a vision of changing these windshield wipers. And I just heard these words, YouTube. And I went, oh, YouTube.
0: All things are possible with God and
1: YouTube. And YouTube, absolutely. Right. So I went on YouTube and uh, I, lo- I typed in the model of the car and it says, hey, and
0: there's a little video there. Here's how
1: to change the, t- the wipers on this particular car. Yeah. It took me five seconds. I went, oh, Oh, click, 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 and, and they were done. So um, just by listen, could I have found it on YouTube without praying? Of course, but I mean, I, I, I probably, know, but see, I this probably wouldn't you, have thought of it.
0: But this is you practicing what's already on the inside of you. Exactly. It says that He knows everything, right? The Holy Spirit. So if the, if the if the He knows everything is in you, then you know everything because right. He knows everything, and we just have to access it. But you know, there are a lot of things. For instance, for me, um, I never, you know, I, I basically had a high school. Uh, diploma, and that was it. And um, what's wrong with a high school diploma? Well, meaning that I didn't go any further in education, and that diploma only came by them saying, "Please don't have her come back next year." <laughs> Please
1: get out of this school. Yeah, get out of this school. Here's Never your diploma. Come back. Yeah. And so you must yeah, have been a wonderful person to hang. Yeah, I was, I didn't know you back then. Oh, it was bad. The sweetest. The sweet
0: BC. You don't want to know me. What's BC mean? Before Christ. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, the the things that my mother had to put up with is crazy. But anyway, I always was like I said, I was the queen of excuses. So even when I, I uh, got born again, I you know Christ became the Lord of my life. I still hadn't trained that part of myself about making excuses for things oh, yeah, yeah. that I didn't do. That's called renewing your mind, and you have to renew your mind because the transformation only happens when you renew your mind to these to these old bad habits and stuff that you do. Mm-hmm. So um, there was a lot of things that I don't understand how to do, and uh, meaning like accounting. So we have four businesses and I do all the accounting on four businesses. No, I don't do the taxes like, you know, we have an accountant that does that. Well, that that was was a wise move on both of our parts. But all the bookkeeping and all the uh, upkeep every day is what I do. But I remember sitting there. And um, thanks for doing that. Yeah. But looking at my computer going, I don't. I don't want to do this, right? Mm-hmm. And I would come up with all these excuses why I should not be the one doing it. Right. And and then the Lord showed me. He said, you know, it's about stewardship over what I've given you. Yeah. So you need to be a steward over this. Therefore, you need to know how to do this and I'm going to show you how to do it. Yep. But it did take me a while. I was literally bucking the system of like, you know, finding every reason why I didn't want to do it, why I couldn't do it, you know, why this wasn't for me, why we need to hire someone else to do it. But there's nothing better than always knowing where you stand in all your businesses at one time. Like there's you asked me a question. I got it. You know what I mean? Because I have the answer um, to all of it because I, I steward over our finances in all of our businesses. So think of how beneficial that is for you. Now you know how to do all that stuff. Yeah, but you I don't want teach... to do it for anybody else.
1: <laughs> well, I don't want you to either. Uh, but uh, you, you, now you know how to do all of it. Yeah. You know how to do it really well. You can teach others how to do it. Yes. And you're, and you're very up on our finances and what's going on. And By the way, that's another thing we want to talk about on, what, on a future Vision Possible episode is finances and, and um, stewarding your finances right. because that is – massively huge for the body of Christ, especially. A lot of Christians think, well, I'm supposed to be poor. I'm supposed to suffer for the Lord. Well, that's incorrect. And we'll talk about that at some other point. Yeah, but the right suffering now,
0: was already done. and also Jesus too, suffered for us, exactly. We're going to go to just a little excuse. This is a big one. And this is another thing. that This is like my day of, like I don't know, telling you all of my confessions today. We really
1: want to do this on the radio right Yeah, I right, think I should. All right, all right. But, you know,
0: I'm the kind Buckle of person. Buckle up, everybody. I know. I'm the kind of person that if I have to be there at 9... I'm going to show up at no, nine.
1: No. no no if you if you're there at nine you no, if you leave there you nine. leave at nine. You leave the house <laughs> okay. at nine.
0: Well not okay. But not today, thank God.
1: No, because I was with you. Yeah, I know. I was I know. born three weeks early. I'm never on. I'm never. So, I'm never not on time. So
0: it wasn't just since I met, but you know, twenty or we've been married twenty six years ago. it yeah, It'll be twenty
1: seven in May.
0: Yeah. But I was doing this long before you came around. So I already established because I was already thirty. Where did you? When we where did you
1: married. learn that? Where did you learn? I all just that established
0: stuff. that. But yeah. no, that's not an excuse. I established that kind of thing in my life of that that you know I don't know just a lack of like time management. So that's another topic we're gonna we're gonna discuss on yeah. this radio show, but but I time was, management
1: is vital. It's
0: key, and it will completely destroy any vision that yep. you have. Absolutely, because when you do, are not on time, people. Well, I. What's so funny is, is that I will judge people based on their tardiness, and yeah. I'm the one that's usually yeah. tardy. Well, well the, I'm not tardy. What I do is I run in at the last second, but but think no, about
1: no no you're tardy. No, you're not tardy. for
0: important things. Not for, why
1: is it all important? Why
0: all, well, see no. for
1: me? For me, when you're when you're you uh, guys are making an argument right now. This isn't an argument. When you're late, you don't respect other people's time.
0: Well, okay. So here's the thing: there's other people. You're right. But I love really your neighbor do, as yourself. I, I say, love
1: your neighbor. Love your neighbor's time as you love. Yes, your time. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, but
0: yeah. I. W- I w- but we'll get into that on the on the time management off episode. the air or on the air. Yeah, and off the air. Yeah. But what I'm trying to say is, <laughs> I used to before I became a Christian, I would come up with the best excuses oh. why I was late. I mean, like you know. There was a helicopter landing on the freeway because there was a, you know, a burglar or, I mean, a bank robber. I mean, you name it. I used to come up with the You're most. You're a storyteller. I am. There I would tell really good stories about why I was late. I mean, just ridiculous, stupid stuff. And uh, there were a few times that I got caught in my lies. Oh. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. That, I could
1: name a few times I caught you in a few, but uh,
0: no. Well, my, those the lies that I've told you since I've been a Christian, which is the last 20 years, <laughs> are pretty tame compared to the ones I used to say before. Oh, I got it, I got it. But, but anyway, those are those – Is still, anyone still
1: listening at all? I know. I'm just wondering if This if is anybody, a confession
0: Confession. A confessional of, of Julianne Hartman. Of Julianne Hartman. But I'm just saying I'm not the only one that – Struggles with those things, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why I want to be open. I want to be raw about who I am, so that people go, "Man, I relate to that girl."
1: I, I get right? it. I get just it. Just because
0: you're perfect, and I'm, I'm not
1: perfect, you know? No, no I'm, I'm, not, I'm kidding. I'm more perfect, but I'm not perfect. Right? I'm way okay. more. Yeah, perfect we'll
0: do our you. perfection episode <laughs> later too. So, but anyway, the, I'm not perfect. Please don't think I think that. No, he does not. No. But I. But I'm again just wants to reiterate though that is a form of an excuse yeah. it's it and those little excuses can turn into bigger excuses mm-hmm. which can turn into well, the little foxes. Changing, the bible says right. the little
1: foxes spoil the vine a little fox that's so true it's those little tiny things that get it's in not there. not the big things yeah because if you're late once and get away with it that means you're going to be late the next yep. time and the next time and and uh You know, you're gonna you're gonna start disrespecting other people's time, and that's the other thing too. It's like, well, I'm just late. Nobody cares. Well, people do care because some people are waiting for you. You know, we're waiting and waiting and waiting, and sometimes it's like, when when can we get this moving? And so it's really um, just a matter of respecting other people. Most of the things we talk about on this show come down to respecting other people, right? That way, we we talked about gratitude before. We talked about um, we're talking about excuses now. You know, being grateful for other people. Um, You know, not having excuses. Toward other people, you know. By the way, making an excuse means you're not taking um, responsibility for for what you did. Right. It's like look, like, like you know, when Adam, when Adam and Eve are hiding, and and God says, "Who told you you were naked?" Well, it was that woman. And And Adam,
0: she says, "Well, it was that serpent."
1: I'll bet if Adam had said, "It was me, Lord," I'm sorry. I, I things, bet, I, might have been different. things might have been different. You never know. I mean, a lot of us, a lot of us Christian people, when we learn this story, want to go back and talk to Adam and go, "Dude, what did you do? What did you do to us, you know, Adam?
0: You know, Adam, you're responsible for all of. Adam, us. Adam, this
1: is your fault. You yeah. know that, don't you? You Suck, Adam. Yeah, so, yeah. Don't. Yeah. Well, don't. You know. <laughs> I know a lot of people named Adam. They're nice people. You know. Oh no,
0: that Adam. Adam did he? Did Adam have a last name? I don't think he did. No.
1: <laughs> no. Adam means man. Actually. Right. Adam means man. Yeah. And then uh, I think uh, Eve. Uh, Whoa. Wo- oh, she was the womb man. She has a man right. with a womb. That's where the word a woman. Womb man. Womb man. That's where the woman. That's where the word woman comes from.
0: But look at um, all the learning that's happening. Yes, this is really good. All the learning. But but the, but everything that we talk about on this show, we actually have experience. So that's why. Uh, well, maybe Butch in the excuse department because he is not that person at all. I, I am. When you say be there at ten, he is leaving the house. You know, if it's like a five minute drive, he's leaving at nine fifteen. If he has to be there at ten, that's yeah. just the kind of person. And the weird thing is, he, is no one expects
1: is. me to get there on time. I get there on time. People are like, "What are you here for?" Yeah. You said ten. Oh, I thought. Oh, you're here. Oh, I guess they. Well, we better get started. Yeah, it's very so it's, it's very awkward,
0: this is kind of not good either, but. Anybody that I've hired as an assistant, I'll say, if I tell you to come in at nine, like I mean nine, don't come in a quarter till nine because I won't be there. That's bad. It's bad. Yeah. yeah bad. No, I know. So that's why you know I I have to make an effort to change this. But this whole
1: point of this whole broadcast has been
0: today. Excuses.
1: It's about excuses, and we want. But but again, guys, it goes back to making your vision possible. That's the name of the show. Excuses can kill your vision because if you start making one excuse, you'll make another, and you'll make another and another, and finally, what's going to happen is you're going to get sidetracked. You're going to put things aside. You're going to put things off, and never get things done. And you know, I know a lot of people that want to write books. It's just all you to do is write. Really write a page a day, but they put that one page off. The next day it's two pages, then it's three. Before you know it, it's like you've got to write thirty pages in a day, and they just get they get sidetracked. So when you have a vision, focus on it. Don't make excuses. Change your life to make it happen. Change my life. Yes, change your life to make it happen. Put those other things aside that aren't building your life. And see how you can make your vision possible that way.
0: And you know, there are so much out there material of podcasts, of YouTubes, of just inspirational everythings on Instagram, like everything, Facebook, all of that, to help you get inspired every day. To make a change Whether it's I need to be more organized Man, you can just YouTube organization yep. Like that You have so many There's
1: courses Yeah,
0: there's There's so many tools now That yep. are out there That weren't out there Including this show Right, 20 years ago Well, radio was around Back then too Well, I'm
1: saying But yeah. now but, but I'm saying This could be one of the tools Right that they use.
0: But but there's so many things If you really want it You will go find it Yeah um, but, but I my, my prayer to you is That you want it Yeah That you want to see a change Because we can all all make an adjustment in some part of our lives. And my, my yeah. prayer
1: is be a doer of the word and not a hearer only. Right. Again, if you guys have questions for us, write us an email at vision at gmail.com. That's visionpossiblequestions, the long long email at gmail dot com. We'd love to answer your questions here on the air. We want to thank everybody out there for listening. Anything any final thoughts?
0: Yeah, no, but if you want to see us in the Raw on Facebook. Yeah. Go to every Ju- Wednesday to Ju- morning, Julian
1: Hartman. Yeah, or uh, that's live on Facebook every Wednesday at Pacific 9 time, nine a.m. Pacific time. Right, and you can check us out. We also have old uh, old videos archive there as well. So yeah, so out.
0: that's that's always available. And or Google um, Butch Hartman, you can see who I am. Yeah, we just hope that you guys have an amazing weekend, and just to take these things in, and don't let it overwhelm you, but just maybe take one little thing and try to change that starting today.
1: That's it. And as I always like to say at the end of our show, let's make
0: your, your vision, vision possible. possible. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to Vision Possible. We want to hear from you. Please email us your questions at visionpossiblequestions@gmail.com. at gmail.com. It's your vision. Now go make it possible.